the Sometimes Heroes, Season 2, Episode 24. My name is James, and I'll be your Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Hello, everyone. My name is Eric, and I play Sten, the half-orc barbarian. Hi, my name's Molly, and I play Eden, the noble human sorceress slash wizard. My name is Winter, and I play the elf druid Sariel. And I'm Mark. I play Gij, the human fighter paladin. Alas, Amanda will not be joining us this evening. She has family business to attend to. Ew, uh, family. Yeah, I know. Gross, right? We all love our family to a degree? Question? Mine's pretty eh. cool. <laughs> I like my family. Anyway, but her character will be missing out because now that you're finally doing uh, tomb raiding and dungeon delving, her chance to steal things will be drastically limited by her having no will of her own. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last time on Sometimes Heroes, you guys camped outside. Talked a bit about what was going on, caught the eye that has been pestering you, and straight murked it after it uh, looked at you guys a couple times wrong. And then you said goodbye to Connor Carter, and then headed back into the Cold Forge, heading down the long stair slash elevator, and finally stepping into the Colosseum nearby that is placed in your way. You guys stand in the bleachers, staring down at six kobold silhouettes one with wings that is now calling out to you saying it expected someone but not you so two questions mm -hmm. it's speaking common the one with the wings is speaking common at you okay the rest are hissing and clicking didn't it give some sort of descriptor at the end of the last episode like not so alive or fleshy or something it said at the end of the last episode uh let me see wasn't it expecting other dragonkin? Yes, we have been waiting for you, though we did not expect warm ones. The bones okay. said you would be dragonkin. Who are you? Okay, okay, cool. Um, okay, I think we're ready. I mean, I, th I think we've said, let's go. Does no one do anything? You've been asked a question. What we have? First. Yeah, he asked, who are we? Oh, he said, I was expecting someone, but not you, right? Yeah, and then who are you? Oh, I missed that part. Uh, hey, um, I'm Sten. Who were you expecting? Allies. Gijul put his left hand to the side of his mouth and throw his right arm high into the air and go, Hi, I'm Gij, and wave at him. In the back, you see one narrower, shorter silhouette wave at you. Nice. They oh, I like him. I like him. What makes you think we can't be allies? What is your, what are your, like, just bullet point goals that you're looking to do? Because maybe we're friends already. <laughs> you guys have goals or objectives or anything? We do. It clicks and hisses to its comrades for a moment, and the one in front that was gathering something from the ground starts moving back towards the group, and the one with wings advances further. We hunt kin. Something in this place has desecrated an honored ancestor. It wasn't us. Maybe. Total yeah, it totally wasn't us. You He's are not capable of destroying or even harming one of them. We will return it to its pure form. Uh, yeah, that's what I just said, slash implied. <laughs> it, <laughs> it nods slowly, like, yes, I agree. He's just gonna look over his shoulder to the group and speak in a lower voice, because they're so far away. And he's gonna say, I think these guys are okay. I think we can move closer. Yeah, wait, wait by kin, you mean other people like you? It tilts its head. I... Do not understand the question. Can you rephrase? But you said you hunt kin. Is that... 
What what kin of what? Dragon kin. Oh, dragon kin. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. I'm on. We're all on board now. I was the last person to get that. That happens a lot. I'm Sten. He feels very inspired by this positive communication and just hops over the bottom barrier at the, at the bottom of the Coliseum seating and walks towards them. It's not a small hop. It's a 10-foot drop, but it's something that you can do without hurting yourself. Oh, or yeah. a no. skilled fighter. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop into a link roll then. Because if you just if you hit the A button at the right time when you hit the ground, you're going to roll and just negate all damage. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, so as Gij drops into the arena, the creature's tense one of them drops to all fours, but the one with wings puts up a hand and just does a like pretty low throaty hiss, and you can see spines on its back sort of lifting up a little bit. Gij will approach for quite a distance with his right hand out. I'll say, do you guys understand handshakes? I don't know if that's a, a Dragon King custom. Oh boy. It is not our way, but I am an ambassador. I have studied your culture. Cool. What's what's your name? And Gij will, will walk right up to him with his hand out. You don't need to do an animal handling or an insight or anything like that. You can mm-hmm. see that this is getting some hackles. But as you approach, more so from the others than the one that you were approaching, it also puts its hands out, both hands out in front of it as if it's going to hug you. <laughs> um, I will just take my right hand and put it in his right claw talent claw is claw and give it a shake and he'll say how do your people greet each other to show that they mean no harm once you grab one of its hands it like looks at it sideways and then imitates the gesture and clearly mm-hmm. like is like oh this one i forgot uh there's so many weird ones uh i'll get him a hug <laughs> but it says i am guiding wind guiding what wind is your name i'm Gij Luspol. it's a pleasure to meet you Gij. You can just call me Gish. You can just call me Gish. It's fine. Oh, that these European names are so hard to pronounce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These, these empire Stick names. Stick to the basics. Come on, guys. And by European, I mean what I mean nothing. I, I don't know what that word means. What? You, you, you mean the Soren surnames. Right. Yes, there you go. It looks behind itself and then looks to you. If you wish to greet my people, you expose your neck. They will Ooh. understand this, even though it does not look correct on those of your stature. Oh, okay, okay. Would Gij think it'd be smarter to remove his hat? Or, because a small part of things like, maybe this hat makes me makes my head look more scaly. Maybe this seems more appropriate to them. <laughs> oh, uh, as Gij, you have approached this creature, you see now it's no longer a silhouette. Its scales are lightly colored with blue accents occasionally. No! It- I dig this! It is wearing a mask of wood that is shaped like a dragon face over its face, but it has feathers stuck to it all over with no rhyme or reasoned color or size. Hey, you know what? I wear the same blue coat and hat every day. I'm not going to judge this man for his fashion. Otherwise, it has a spear and a satchel over its shoulder. Gij will angle his head to the side to show his neck towards guiding wind and he's like like this is this correct no you must place your head upwards oh okay uh he'll do it one more time to guiding wind to make sure he's got it right better it is not good to turn your head sideways he imitates it to you and you can see that like 
with lizard eyes on sort of the side when you were doing that you're like more looking directly at it and you could see how it'd be like uh, slightly more threatening it's kind of an interesting concept i like that james Geesh points to his eyes like yeah mine mine are, are set up different this is good this is good thank you guiding wind and then Geesh will like motion back to the others and be like come on they're friendly and he's honestly kind of surprised that sten had not already jumped the barrier and come in here once he saw guiding wind erroneously try to hug him i was actually serious when i said i would get in there for a hug oh. so, <laughs> so i kind of did Okay, okay, good. If we want to play it out. Geesh, okay. Geesh will, I mean, Stink can do this as soon as Geesh, sorry. Geesh will start walking to all the other dragonkin and, and give them the, the proper greeting of, of raising his head and showing his neck. As you pass, Guiding Wind puts a claw on your shoulder and says, oh. Keep your distance. They are not as open-minded as I am. Okay. Uh, I'll stay like 10 feet away just to not spook them. And I'll, I'll give them the gesture. Okay, so Sten, as you are approaching, this time Guiding Wind just puts out a hand for like a handshake. Oh, well, maybe I'll I'll kind of handshake and then kind of kind of bring it in. Maybe <laughs> oh no, I can't do the bro hug because then I'm looking at him from the side. So I'll just longingly gaze into his eyes. Put your forehead to his forehead as you hug him. That seems like a nice thing to do. Right. I'll do that. Just for like a size thing, this creature is maybe five feet tall. Oh, they're really small. Okay. I won't the do that. That'd be awesome. other ones vary between three and four feet. This one is much taller than the others. Ah, okay. Okay. But it'll be like a loving handshake where you can tell I want a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay, That's what right. are the rest That's of right. you doing? Uh, when Geesh turns around to gesture them forward, Sariel's going to be like immediately behind him. Okay, so all, all of a sudden, Guiding Wind is surrounded. <laughs> Eden? Uh, I guess I can bring up the rear cautiously. Although assuming Iria isn't, uh... when when does Iria not run ahead? Come on now. When she's being controlled by me. Well, yeah. Iria <laughs> hmm. sticks with Eden wherever you go, as whoever is like the most in the back is where Iria is. So you're saying you're gonna make Iria act like a rogue? No, she's just gonna be in the background. It's pretty much okay. how she's gonna act. Fair enough. Sten, you greet this kobold lovingly. Uh... <laughs> Gij, as you go to gaze at the rest who advance some more boldly than others, four stand in a line, basically behind Guiding Wind. One is brown with a large hammer, well, large for his size, it appears to be of dwarvish make, a shield, and a mask that appears to be covered in obsidian shards. This one is very clearly eyeballing you from the side as you approach oh no but as it's doing it it switches and looks at you straight on puts its nose at you but its eyes are looking elsewhere the next is green it is covered in leather pouches as you get closer you realize that like some of these might be human leather uh mm. its mask is covered in living moss and has like tendrils coming off of it that make it look like he has maybe a mustache or a fumanchu mm-hmm the one on all fours has red scales with a wooden mask that appears to have been blackened by fire. But as you're looking, you swear you see like a few ember lines light up as it does some push-ups at you. He also has a knife and what appears to be several water skins wrapped around himself. The one that retreated from the front but is now in the line backing up Guiding Wind, this one has a mask made of a uh, skull. It's made from the skull of probably a young dragon and its eyes peek out from the hollow sockets 
This one has a shield and a spear and armor that is made of various bones. And behind them all, sort of timidly crouching, getting back up, and then crouching again, is a dark blue creature. Its mask is decorated with scales and spines from various aquatic creatures. I'm just going to say it. These guys rule. I like these guys. I'm glad you like these guys. Sariel, right after Sten finishes his long and loving handshake, it turns to you. Sariel is practically dancing in place. Are you cold creature uh she would she would shake her head then you should stay still it makes you harder to see oh man these guys are great (laughs) it's real okay (laughs) it tilts its head back and eyeballs you sort of down its snout i'm not used to sorrow emoting this much it might be kind of difficult to tell because it's not an emotion she displays a lot of but sorrow is is so so excited right now she's just She's platinum hype. Wait, Sariel, just like a huge fan of like lizard people and dragons? Out of character, I was kind of disappointed that nothing really happened because we didn't uh, we didn't ever swipe that kobold egg from Vivi's office. Uh, in character, Sariel would have been reading Molotov's book. Maltish, <laughs> you mean? I like Molotov. Did I, did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Uh, that kind of detailed kobolds and, and dragonkin myths and stuff. What was the name of that book again? The Heathen Dragon Gods as Observed by Tarkis Sill. Ah, yes. Yes, that uh, that gives you uh, advantage on history and religion roles regarding kobolds. Aw, ye. Because it's assumed that you've been reading it sometimes. The, uh, the nighttime reading, the bedtime reading. Yeah. You know, occasionally meditating through the night just so you can read more. <laughs> Don't tell the party that you stayed up. <laughs> this kobold seems to be waiting for you to acknowledge his peaceful gesture because to uh, you it's just like it's like you're a lizard doing push-ups in front of him he's like what is going on sario would would force herself to be still and extend her hand as as Gija done and say it's very uh it's very good to meet you a pleasure so Gij, what did you want to do Gij will look back over his shoulder at the rest of the group and guiding wind and i'll say do you guys have silver weapons do your do your men need silvered weapons <laughs> you have like a pack full of silver weapons. I sure silver weapons do, for cheap. Silver no, weapons for cheap. No, no, these are gifts. This is how you wild their know, socks off. It's true. It's true. When you gander at their weapons, you see that they've got relatively basic stuff. Guiding Wind looks to you and, and says, We do not have silvered weapons. The forges of the Waykalar have been silent and cold. He smiles broadly, sets down his pack. He's like, well then, I would like to give you guys gifts. These are good for fighting wraiths and other sort of unholy monsters. And he just starts to lay out the swords on the ground. He, he doesn't know who would want what, but he's basically, he just, he offers it open to the, the dragonkin so they can help themselves. The broad sword and the, um, I don't know, whatever other civil weapons I have. Yeah, um, he's just going to start carrying so many weapons now. Now you've given him his hoarding instincts justified. Look, We're never going to the end of it. Look, Sten slash Eric. I like giving people weapons. Weapons are important. You <laughs> give them a name. They become an extension of you as a soldier. And when you give a new friend a weapon, it's like, I want to protect you, but I can't go with you on your journey. So please take this with you. All right, that's a really good explanation. I'm down with the hoarding now. So he lays out <laughs> the weapons for their new friends. And, and he, he hopes that Guiding Wind will explain how these weapons are good against particular types of enemies. Guiding Wind walks over to the weapons, keeping 
a side eye on the rest of the party, but facing you, Gij, hisses something to the uh, one with the bone armor and says to you, This is Bone Caster. He will determine whether you have deception in your heart and whether you mean these gifts genuinely. Okay, sure. Gij has absolutely no fear in this scenario because he's 100% genuine about befriending these kobolds. Let's just hope he they don't botch their he, insight roll. <laughs> he really likes these kobolds. I think like almost all of the group is into these guys. This is fantastic. When we first entered the room and no one was quite sure what was happening or who what these creatures were, I thought we were going to have to fight somebody. This right? is far superior. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Bonecaster kneels down, pulls some various bones from a pouch and dashes them out onto the ground and places its hands on either side and like really looks at them for a minute, gathers them up and makes a sort of yelp and then a hiss towards Guiding Wind. Gij will quickly turn back towards Sten and be like, Sten, Sten, Fox Femur, do you, you want still want it? We can give it to him. He likes bones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, check it out. I'll hand over the femur. Is this something you'd be interested in? Uh, <laughs> you hold out the femur and it like wobbles in front of them like a little uh, rubber, <laughs> like a rubber bone. And they all sort of look at it. I mean, I'm definitely thinking dildo right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I can't imagine looks I'm like that. One. <laughs> at least in motion. Um, first, Guiding Wind just says, do not interrupt. Oh, my oh, bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He is reading the ancestor's bones. Okay. Well, if you if you want later, if you want this bone, you can have it. Its name is Thomas. <laughs> what, what? Did you name that just now? I just named it now. But I thought we name things and then we get because you said that you name something yeah. and then you give it to them and then well, you're friends with them. Yeah. Well, bones. It's yeah, still they could good. Use his weapon. Its name is I, Thomas. I, I, I want to say that Gij and Stan are like doing hurried, very hushed whispers. <laughs> as, yes. As Bonecaster is is deciphering messages from the ancestors. <laughs> I want to name one of the items. Okay, well, we'll see if they want them first. So first, Guiding Wind snatches the bone out of your hand and says, "We will take this, Thomas." Aw, yay! <laughs> And puts an end of the bone into its mouth and starts gnawing on it. Okay. Not where I was thinking that would go, but that's fine. Give him a snack. It's good. It looks kind of like he's doing that, like, bite gold thing. Oh, uh, you're, like, testing it out. Nice. And like, it yeah, squishes in his teeth. <laughs> Bonecaster looks up and begins yelping, hissing, and clicking at Guiding Wind. And he turns to you all and says, Bonecaster says death does not walk with you. He does not know what kind of omen this is, but you are not enemies. Sten is he, trying to process how it could possibly be true that death does not walk with us, because it sure as hell seems like he does. But well, maybe, keep... maybe death occasionally hangs out with us, but not so that walks with us. Mm, okay. I think death occasionally visits us, gives us a nice hearty pat on the back, and tries to get involved in our parties, but then at the last minute changes its mind and decides it has somewhere else that it needs to be. That sounds about right. Or we kill enough that Death is like, yeah, I'm all right for now, and then leaves. Oh, yeah. He, Death is like, no, I don't even need to worry about that. Like, if Death do... needs to kill someone and he well, looks I mean, and he sees we're in the general area, he's just like, oh, never mind. I won't have to. I mean, if, if we're just... going to be world accurate, the Raven Queen's like, 
yeah, I'm all right. I'm right. They're doing a good job. I don't need to take them today. Oh, yeah. We met Death. Yeah. Yeah, she was nice. Um, Gish will, will scratch at the side <laughs> of his head, tilting his head a little bit, and say, I guess it's an omen of friendship. I hope these weapons help you guys fight any dangers that might come. They begin uh, distributing the weapons, and Guiding Wind looks to you, cocks its head to the side in a gesture you haven't seen before. We should find cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from what? The kin we hunt comes right. soon. Oh, yes. That is a very good plan. How big is this kin? They all start walking towards the edge of the arena, but... Okay. Guiding Wind doesn't turn to you, but begins to speak. Warm bloods talk of dragons, but what you know are just dragon kin, pale imitations. Dragons are the power of creation made flesh, much like your gods, but not so cowardly that they hide beyond mortal reach. I can't argue with him on that. That was good exposition. I'm not sure it told me how big the thing we're going to fight is, but I get the idea. It's scary. I mean, if if they're in this arena with us, and the, he's just walking with them as this happens. Um, as we'll stand. Yeah, let's if, briskly follow. If they're in this arena and they anticipate it's going to come here, it's probably pretty big. Once they get into the area underneath the seating, they all sort of like spread out, press themselves against the wall, and stop moving. Like totally? Yeah. Well, they're lizards, so they do that for oh. like... Yeah. Sten will try to do the same. Get really serious about it, too. What about the rest of you? I'm going to take a corner of the door so I can peer over. And I was pretty I'm like, do we want it? We don't want to use the feathers, do we? I mean, we don't quite know what they do. and We don't want to alienate our new friends. The crow feathers? Yeah. Ooh, that might be risky. Okay. Okay, we won't. We won't use those then. But that is just my opinion. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's too uncalculated. I don't want to forfeit any goodwill we've just garnered with them. Yeah, I definitely think that's the best decision. I just want to see this sweet ambush they're planning, so I don't want to do anything to get in the way of it. Mm-hmm. Look how serious they look. It's amazing. Sten will try to look that serious. <laughs> that image in my mind is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Sten always just tries to mimic whatever the new thing he's excited by. Now so... he's totally in the kobolds. <laughs> Sorry, El, what are you doing? Because Eden, Gige, and Sten are in there, at least marginally attempting to hide. Uh, Sorry, El will kind of press herself to the walls as well, the way the kobolds have. Okay. Um, can I roll a perception to see if anything, if I can pick up on any sounds or anything like that? Or is it just, is it just happening? Absolutely. Roll perception. Wow. Son of a I kind of feel bad that that roll went to just perception. <laughs> uh, Sariel critically succeeded with a 23 in perception. Oh boy. I am one with the Colosseum. You are. <laughs> As you press yourself against the wall, you feel a vibration very much like the, uh, Jurassic Parks of yore, you begin to feel thump, 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 and then an extra strong thump, and then you hear a distant, distant roar. But then it appears to go silent for a moment, but for a moment you think it's a trick of maybe the air moving around here, but then you're like, wait, there's no wind this far underground, there's no air current at all, but I hear like whistling wind somewhere. And moments later, the advantage of this, Sariel, is you are going to be able to tell people that something is coming. It will be here in about a minute. Sariel would definitely pass that information along. I would like to do two things. One of them's going to know the hell out of you, James. Okay. We've been with them for more than a minute, right? Yes. I am going to, because these are creatures that you haven't encountered before, 
you are going to need to roll an insight to successfully do this. Definitely know my enemy? Yes. Henceforth, any kobold you encounter after you succeed this roll, you will not need to do this anymore. But these are, to your eyes, alien creatures. Okay, you sold me on this arbitrary rule you made up just now. Yeah, funsies. Do I have to roll an insight for all of them or just for the group? It's just for the first time you're doing this because you can only do it one at a time. Okay, so I'm going to roll an insight. I'm going to do know your enemy at the very least on Guiding Wind. Okay. And if I feel just utterly lost on trying to read this, I'm not going to try the rest of them. I rolled a 15, so not terrible. That's plenty. What do you want to know about Guiding Wind? I want to know his HP and his AC. His is HP it... is lower than yours. Oh, no. Okay. I'll have to look oh, out for God, him. they're going to die. Oh, no. What's his AC? His AC is lower than yours. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, that's not hard. Your AC oh, is yeah, like I mean, 18 or something, right? Yeah, my AC is stupid. Can I have the rest of their armor checks and HP? Shortly. As long okay. as you keep hanging out with them, you'll be able to look at them yeah. one by one, and I can and, just sort of give you the lowdown. And I will then whisper to Guiding Wind, I'll say, are there any any other languages your men speak? Be quiet. You risk our lives. He crinkles his face and then goes quiet. Anybody else doing anything in this minute of time Sariel says you have before something comes? Geez, not after that rude response. Hmm. Okay. Moments later, the building itself shakes. Gij, as you are the one who is next to the door, kind of looking out, I want you to roll stealth. Okay. I rolled a 10 in stealth. You see a shadow of a dragon land on the building, corresponding with the shake. It is huge. It is maybe 60 feet long, 20 feet high. It's head is slightly bigger than you Mm -hmm. can eat me okay that's terrible it turns its head around looking back and forth when it turns its head first to the left nothing seems off about it at all but when it turns its head to the right you see a bright green eye that is abnormally large for its skull wait this is on which one the left side of its head of which uh, of who the dragon Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. When the left eye is showing, it zeroes in on you, Gij. Make a charisma save. Oh, boy. Where the hell is my charisma? There it is. Sorry. I so rarely have to click it. Oh, jeez Louise. Critically succeeded. I rolled a 20 on my (laughs) charisma save. Gij, for a single moment, you feel this thing just sort of scratching its way into your memory. A memory begins. And start telling me about it. Oh, jeez, Louise. I'm going to say Gij is in some sort of, um, like, smithing shop. Mm-hmm. And his leg is real banged up. And he's unloading his bag. And he's looking over his weapons. Okay. You're in this smithy. Your leg is injured. You turn towards the street. And there is a person, their entire face covered by an eye. In this moment, you realize, just for a split second, that you're in a memory, and this thing is in your mind, and you're in its mind. Whoa. Your memory disappears, and another memory coalesces around you. In this one, you are in the void, empty. You are blind. You cannot see, except for a single pinprick of light in the distance. You feel nothing. It is unbearable. And when you see this light, you begin to go towards it. You know you are traversing unknowable distances but it's agonizing how long it takes. And once you get there, you look down at this light, you see it, you understand it, 
and then it is gone, and you snap back into your body. There is a dragon. It sees you. He is wobbly from exchanging memories, and the memory he's been given being so lengthy. And he will... Are we on sh- Are we on uh, spores yet? Uh, speaking of spores, you guys were on spores like a lot the day before. So you have, I'm going to say, three uses of spores left. Fair enough. Okay, then. Are we still on it or no? I, I guess not, right? Because we didn't say we were getting mm-hmm. fresh spores. No. Okay, then. Gij will duck walk over to Stan, even though he knows he's been spotted, and put a finger to like one of his nostrils saying, quickly give me some spores. Because he wants to communicate this without speaking, because, you know, even though he knows he's been spotted, he doesn't want to uh, upset our new friends. Okay. In this time, the t- amount of time it takes you to duck walk over to Sten... The building shakes again. There is a loud single flap of a wings and another thump and shaking ground as the dragon lands in the center of the arena. What's your next action as you wait for Sten to unstopper a cork and give you some spores? I don't know. I mean, I I guess I should try and communicate to Guiding Wind that it knows we're here. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like you would get mad again. This is a split second decision. Because if you wait another couple seconds, this thing's going to be on you. Gij is the only person who's seen this. Everybody else just hears like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, so, and I see it approaching us, right? You saw it. You know it sees you. And now it's okay. coming towards you. Gij will then whisper loud enough that Guiding Wind and the others hear me. He says, it's coming, it's coming. And he starts to move away from the door. The moment you say it's coming, the entire crew of kobolds is gone. They are out the door. The other door. <laughs> okay. Wait, meaning they're running away or they're going yeah, towards it? Yeah, they're running. Okay. They're booking it. Like, they move with a speed that you can only see tiny scooty lizards using. Oh, come on! Bye, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas the wobbly femur. As they are fleeing, Guiding Wind says, This is not an opportune. We flee. Well, shoot. Should we get the hell out of here? The, the guy says it's not opportune. I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, they, they seem to know what they're doing. I've never fought one of these before. Iria, is this a good idea? You come to a fought one. Iria is also gone. Okay, yeah. He's just also running. F- okay, let's get it out of here. As you guys took a moment to banter about this, I want uh, dexterity saves from Sariel, Gij, and Sten. Wait, Eden, what were you doing? Sariel Cowering in fear. Sariel would have been out of there. <laughs> okay. So just me and Sten then? I didn't say that Eden left. I said she was cowering in fear, which, I mean, I was half joking, but Eden <laughs> would be shaken in her boots at this point and trying to make herself as small as possible. Okay, so should, should the three of us deck save, James? Uh, yes. Okay. Sten rolled a 16 dexterity save. Pretty good. Each rolled a 10. Actually, my out of character, my palms are a little sweaty. <laughs> like, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared for you, too. Thank you. You're the glass cannon, so yeah. Well, I feel like Sariel kind of takes that position, though, of the glass cannon. I'm pretending like I know what that means. Oh, glass cannons are people who dish out a lot of damage, but, like, die super easily. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily me. I think maybe... Well, no, I would say it's, it is you, but you play much more cautiously. You don't really put yourself out on the front line. As True. Where it, as where it seems Sariel dies a lot because she turns into I'm a bear. She's yes. glass, I'm a glass dead bear. Glass She's, bar. Glass bar? But yeah, what's what's your dexterity throw, Eden? Oh no! Eden rolled a nine. So it takes you slightly longer than everybody else to vacate the room as a dragon squares itself in the doorway and takes a deep breath. Oh boy. 
and Sten is fast enough to get out of the room. Gij and Eden are not quite fast enough. Oh no. Oh boy. Of course the two non-fire-based characters are the ones who don't get out fast enough, right? Yep. It's not so much that you catch even the full brunt of the fire breath. It's that you have turned the corner, but so does the fire as it hits a wall and scorches your backs as you are running. And you both take 30 fire damage. Oh, oh my god! Oh, baby Jesus. Oh, that's Good bad. god. Yeah, we don't want to fight the dragon. Not, not without it. Not like this. <laughs> and we are going to go into a skills challenge as the dragon roars. And in front of you, you see the kobolds making tracks towards one of the walls where you can see alcoves and tunnels and the like. Certainly places the dragon could not follow you. I'm starting to think they had the right idea. This is going to be a skills challenge, not just to escape this dragon this one time, but it's going to be sort of a rolling skills challenge that's going to be to get to where you need to go without the dangers of the Undercity killing you before you get there. You are going to get to various areas and in between these skills challenges and be able to do, you know, normal role-playing and looking around and asking questions and talking to your kobold friends. But on the way, you're going to be making these skills challenges. Two roles are essential each time. One of them is finding the way, which even though you know the basic direction as Godslayer Moop is always giving you that's where the thing we want to kill is, but the tunnels do not always oblige. The other role that is necessary is something from the darkness comes, which is where you need to prevent some terrible danger from killing the party, because there's lots of scary stuff down here. It's like an episode of Scooby-Doo. Like slimes. The other things that you guys can do are fight back and take a look around, in which you have a chance to either significantly damage the dragon or disadvantage the dragon, and take a look around is get treasure because this place is relatively unpicked which we're going to take a look around while we're running from the dragon is that what we're saying it's bold <laughs> this skill challenge this one right now these something from the darkness comes is get away from the dragon because that is what's happening right now there will be other specific I dangers okay. depending gotcha. on which area you're in which you may deal with in the skill challenge or otherwise but once you deal with one of these Someone else needs to do it the next time. So what I'm hearing is we need to skills challenge our way out of this place. And because of the skills challenge, we're all really effing dead. When you fail these skills challenges, there are a number of bad things that can happen. One is you can choose to lose an NPC. That's horrible. You Why son you of a bitch. Why would you give us new nice friends and then be oh. like, yeah, now they died. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really terrible. I, I know. We gave them gifts. And oh my god, anyway. You can uh, also choose. They all have names. You can also choose to lose half of your hit dice. Well, that's not good for me. Uh, Speaking of which, can I second wind as I'm running? Uh. Hmm. Hmm. No. Okay. It's a combat maneuver. Let's see. Actually, let me read second wind. I want to make sure I'm not cheating you out of something. Because I think it's only in combat. You have a limited wall of stamina that you can draw to protect yourself from harm. On your turn, you can use a bonus action to regain hit points. Uh, once you use this feature, you must finish a short or long rest before you can use it again. Oh, no, you can do it. Okay, yeah, that was absolutely terrible. All that damage I took. And it is 
Gage and Eden are running, he just looks like, and heals himself. He makes what noise now? Can't that's you recognize it? Really it's tough boy noises. That's what it sounds when you draw on your on your well of stamina. Look, Gij is not a big like masculine man. His voice squeaks. This happens. <laughs> so, it's the owl. It's the owl that really hurt noise. <laughs> so as you guys are running away, I'm going to say that right now the take a look around option isn't there because you are in immediate danger. But people can do the fight back, which is as you are running. Uh, you try to do something to uh, dissuade or hurt the dragon. All right, who wants to get this failed train rolling? I'm going to say, just because we're going to be doing a lot of these, I don't want a lot of humming and hawing over what's going on. Mm -hmm. We're just going to roll initiative. I like it. Another thing is you can tap the NPCs and area in this case, to use in your skill to give you advantage. Okay. But if you tap the NPCs... They are only going to be able to give you advantage in two areas, which you will have to figure out what those are. So they will be more useful to you the more you know them. We have rolled initiative. Okay, who's first? Yeah, I want that roll. Okay. okay Man, then. two critical successes. Sort of a shame to wow. waste that on initiatives. Yeah, it's because like we got torn up, so I feel like we're really on top of this. It makes rolled... sense, actually. <laughs> You're smoking. Geez rolled a 22 in initiative. He critically succeeded. Okay, for these critical successes in initiative, you guys are going to have advantage on find the way because you're very motivated and fight back because you're very motivated. Eden rolled a 21 in initiative. Also critically succeeded. I stand rolled an 11 in initiative. Sariel rolled a 4 in initiative. All right, Gij, what are you going to do? You are running through this cavern. Everything is darkness. There are ruined buildings in every direction. In front of you, there are several kobolds. Behind you, a dragon is just peeking over the edge of the Colosseum walls. Okay, but can it see us, the dragon? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, then I'm going to bounce the Sacred Radiance behind me, hoping that one, it'll light up the area behind us, and hopefully either blind the dragon or hit it in its eye, because I know, wait, does, wait, does that thing not like holy? I don't know, I'm going to drop a Sacred Radiance. And I guess I'm going to roll religion at advantage. That is a good idea, but roll a, I think it's wisdom save, is what we decided when you're using your spells, because that's actually your casting stat. Right, okay then. So I'll roll a wisdom and advantage. I rolled 13. Okay, that succeeds. Geesh oh, thank turns goodness. around, points his shield up at this dragon right as it peeks over the edge, and uh, flashlights it in the eye real fast. It reels back, its face smoking and roars, which sort of uh, vibrates your innards, but you guys are running away and it is stalled for a moment. We're going to call that fight back. Okay. Because that was absolutely a direct attack on the dragon. Remember, you guys, that if nobody has done Find the Way or something from the darkness, you guys are just going to need to keep going until they're done. But you guys can just keep doing fight back and take a look around, but that gets kind of dangerous after a little bit. Okay, so I want to try to obscure the dragon's line of sight by creating a fog cloud between it and us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, roll an arcana. Oh, you got this. Before I drink it. <laughs> don't don't knock on wood. At advantage, at advantage because we both critically succeeded. Can I actually roll it at advantage? Mhm. All right, son. Because that seems like a uh well, hmm. Because that seems like a find the way to me, because that's really slowing it down and not doing any damage. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. 
Nice. At advantage, Eden rolled a 19 in Arcana. Nice. The area between you and the dragon that recently had a flashlight in it, when the dragon finally can see again, just sees fog around it. You hear it roaring and thrashing and like bits of stone fly past you as you assume its claws are just rending whatever it's standing on. Whoa. I want to say that as Gijan and are running, he holds up his fist like, yeah, girl, bump it. <laughs> <laughs> I think as... that's uh, the dragon's reaction is dragon for, are you f***ing kidding me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't leave me hanging, do you? No, of course not. Okay, I okay. never would. Thank you. Both of you got to toasty buns and uh, hot fist bumps. Yeah, this is worse than that sunburn I got during spring break of 97. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sten, you're up. All right, so we needed something from the darkness as well. Is that correct? Yep. Uh, Sten, I think we, we got a little bit of a breather from Gij and Eden. I think Sten's just going to... Are we like passing by like various doors and stuff? Oh, yeah. As we run, Sten will just start like, kicking them in and be like, Everyone out! Come out! Come out and play, everybody! Just trying to get maybe some oozes and some ghosts riled up, and hopefully by the time they come out of the door, we'll be beyond. The, they'll kind of stumble into a dragon. Are you you're <laughs> trying to talk them into fighting the dragon? Well, I'm just trying. I'm just getting getting things riled up. No, but you, I like that get, idea. It's get excellent. out of here. That's so. I, oh god, that's so amazing because that's like the opposite of what the role is about. <laughs> You're like, come at me, darkness. Well, I thought that's what it was. Is that something has to come out and and bother no, the dragon? It's, the per it's, it's like the, the opposite. Sanity. No, this is beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I need to buy and if, a belt. If we I can't think buy... of any if we can't think of any challenges to overcome, Sten will just kick the doors in. <laughs> just start <laughs> creating some. I need to go to the market and buy an extra belt jar to put Sten in it. <laughs> it's okay. intelligent to me. No, Come on so... out, everybody. Ding ding ding, you... ding 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 ding. What are you rolling to make this help you? Um because there's like a persuasion or an intimidation to be like flush all the little monsters that were preparing to jump you out of their hidey holes i mean in my mind i was imagining like well i i was thinking more of like an athletics because i'm like zipping around or, or whatever yes. my whatever my zipping would be okay my my, my speed you're going around and making a of. mess and irritating some ghosties well i mean wouldn't it be athletics because he's kicking in doors and trying to make sure he doesn't fall behind yeah i, I mean that makes sense all right i'm gonna do it nice we're a 17 athletics nice okay as sten runs catching up with the kobolds who look to the side and see are you thematically like blazing speeding around yeah absolutely zoop, 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 zoop. that's the, the kobolds look at you and the green one stops but the rest like come up and like slap it really hard and then it get, starts going again but it just stared at you for a second with respect no doubt absolute <laughs> awe and respect yeah you guys start to see shades and ghosts appear but they don't appear to be wraithing out very hard. They just appear to be like confused people in the street. Wraithing out. Come on, everybody, wraith out. And Get your wraith on. Moments later, when you guys are away from the area, you see the dragon just like tearing up the streets where ghosts are standing. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Eat these uh, ghosts, you stupid dragon. It does seem to be destroying them. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a friggin' dragon, of course. It is like fire breathing through a bunch of ghosts, and those ghosts just like disappear. Poor ghosts. Now I feel kind of bad. Any <laughs> any oozes? I was hoping the big ooze friend would come out, or the puddle, or the puddle, the pudding. One ooze is like on a side street, like really trying to get into this business, but it's taken a while. <laughs> I posit a theory, just like horribly out of character. I posit a theory that the king ooze is called a black flung. 
Wonderful. Black flan? Flan. Flan. Not a black pudding, but a black flan. Like black swan? I like it. No. Mm -hmm. No, it's like a black black swan. He's a a more firm pudding. He's a big pudding. I'm sorry. Go on, James. He's got more uh, vertical form and he wobbles more. It's good. He's a tough boy. Yeah. All right. Sariel, you're up. I guess Sariel will take a look around as we're just kind of running past. Refresh me because I have the memory of a goldfish. Um, Take a look around isn't so much looking for threats so much as it's like looking for interesting things. Absolutely. And you guys have done a pretty good job of finding the way and something from the darkness and fighting back already. So I'm I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, Should I just do? Well, you're going to tell me like what I'm up to. I'm just running by this house and I see something that's treasury, but it is also dangerous somehow. It was also something that could backfire on you. So Sariel figures, because they're kind of like near the Coliseum, that there might be uh, like gift shops in the area. Maybe something that would deal <laughs> with shops. like magical items. Look, it's it makes sense. No, it's fine. It does. It does. Everything Rates is fine. Pretty, it looks really <laughs> affluent around here. Uh, and you're de- <laughs> absolutely right. They're like, these dudes probably needed to get their weapons and armor fixed. Or, or enchanted or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Sariel does also know that, like in the library, uh, anything like that is going to be warded, specifically probably against theft. So anything she finds, she will need to deactivate or, or disarm, not get like exploded or cursed or whatever. Mm-hmm. With any luck, the wraith who ran this shop was killed by the dragon. Don't worry. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As you find this magical gift shop, how do you disarm or... I? Maybe disarm or identify this thing. So maybe Arcana. Uh, let's let's go with Arcana. And remember, you guys can use the kobolds to help you or Iria, because in this case, you are stealing something. Iria might Ooh, be helpful. Yeah. And no one's tapped her yet. That yeah. Sariel will wave Iria down. Like, hey, hey, hey! Look at this! Look at this! How do we get this without without a repeat of earlier? Iria needs not a second waving, and immediately like jumps in through the side wall of this broken side wall of this gift shop that has been smashed by a chain. Uh, so Arcana at advantage because I tapped Iria? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Dariel rolled a 20 in Arcana at advantage. Good thing you tapped Iria because that would have been a three otherwise. Uh... Yeah, that would have been a critical <laughs> fail otherwise. Oh god. All right, you guys dive in through the edge of this store. Iria picks a lock while you are reading these runes and telling her that there's also sort of like a combination in this lock to prevent it from exploding when you pick it. And you guys open a jewelry box that appears pretty mundane. And you also figured out that if if you moved the box, it would also explode. (laughs) But you pull out a small ring. It appears to be made of some sort of burnished iron and has a emblem of a shield on it. The moment you put it in your hand, like you can tell that this is magic. But in the distance, you hear roars get slightly louder, and suddenly the room lights up as a nearby fire breath goes off. And you guys join the rest of the group in a nearby tunnel with all of the kobolds. It is narrow and several turns away from anything wide enough for the dragon to find you, and you guys are safe. Huzzah! Yay! Woo! Yay! A skills- a skills check that didn't did, kick our ass. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, that did not go terribly at all. Despite my best efforts. I, I like how, by the way, I've, I've been playing this character for so long that I like how I, I don't even realize I'm being an idiot at this point. I'm like, I'm doing a smart thing. And you guys are like, ha ha. Oh, good role playing. No, and I'm like, no. yeah. That's that prob- Gij probably would have done something like that. When things 
are really, really bad. It's like, well, let's just introduce more chaos into this. Right, yeah. And have the chaos fight each other. No, in this case, it made a lot of sense. Later, when you guys are safe initially, that would have been a bad idea. Yes, yes, yes. Before we get back to playing, so James, how much health did the dragon lose from fighting those wraiths? Oh, none. What? It was distracting <laughs> for a moment. Okay. In general, it lost some health, but the only thing that actually hurt it was your fight back roll. Okay. You flashlighting it in the eye. Look, I'm just trying to like get it to lose 5 HP, so it's just a little bit easier for us. I'm going to take anything I can get. Yeah, and this is going to be a trade-off, because you're often going to have a chance to do fight back, but rarely should it be, I just want to run over there and shoot an arrow at it or something. Mm -hmm. It should be trying to use the environment to do pretty intense things against it. Got it. Or there's probably magic stuff in here and like ancient machinery that you can use to futz with it. Why not? Are we with the kobolds? Yes. You guys reside in this corridor, but it opens up almost immediately into this courtyard, which has a whole bunch of uh, weird fungus in it, but the fungus all looks very pretty. And the stonework is very clearly like, this is a park in quotation marks. Like it's a lots of benches and places that should have water that don't and the like. Are we able to take a short rest here or, or is it, it's not pursuing us anymore, right? No, you guys can take a short rest here. Every time you break into the, yes. the next region, you can take a short rest. Hit dice time. <laughs> I was going to say, so uh, little guys, friends, um, how do you think we did at our dragon fighting? We ran pretty well, right? The Oh, bone... Brack. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? Sorry. What, what were Nothing. you saying, though? Oh, I not that it matters, but I critically failed on a hit dice roll. Oh, yeah. It, it, it just sucks because you didn't get as much health as you could have. But it's actually not as bad when it happens to you as when it happens to, like, Sten. Because the amount of health he could have gotten is much larger than yours. So as you guys are resting, Bonecaster has a short but heated exchange with Guiding Wind, who eventually makes a pretty clear, like, calm down and go over there gesture. Oh, and Bonecaster leaves, but Guiding Wind walks over to Sten, and when he is addressed, says, You did not tell us you were touched by fire. Well, I didn't get around to it. You guys said to be quiet. I'm, yeah, I'm touched by fire. <laughs> Trust me, I've been wanting to babble at you guys, like, nonstop. You guys just seem like good sorts. Now um, is the time for babbling. Oh, all right, then. So where are you guys <laughs> from? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> um, as as uh, Guige is sitting with Eden doing triage on himself, he'll, uh, I'm sure you he can hear this, he'll say to Sten, Sten, tap us off with mushrooms and, and give the, the dragonkin some. That way it'll be easier for us to talk to them. I, mean, I thought we might... only have enough for three people, don't we? Well, you're carrying mushrooms around with you and we have a short rest. You can coax out How... a fresh supply. Can, can um, I, James, or are they? What you have are three doses for the entire group. But remember, they oh, only okay. last for 10 minutes. So it's a relatively short amount of time right, in right, the right. grand scheme of things because you will be in here for a while. Okay. It'll still help with talking. Do we need to do it right now, though? Like, we can just talk like normal people right now. Well, Plus, I like they, the sound of their voice, and they probably like the sound of mine. It's nice and soothing. Well, Guiding Wind is the only one who understands us. His voice oh. is soft like cloth. Aw, you hear that, guys? My voice is soft like cloth. But Gij raises a good point. We should get to know our other friends as well. So, yes, in the spirit of friendship, let's mushroom up. And by the way, I feel like I need to spend some time with my mushrooms. I've been treating them like a, like a commodity. And frankly, they need some tickles. Um, and 
some outside time, maybe some finger crawling. I'm going to spend some time with the mushrooms while you guys are very serious. I feel the same way about Eve. It's okay. <laughs> oh, poor Eve. I, I get you. At the very least, give some to Bone Crasher, just because Bone Crasher, that's the name, right? Bone Caster? At the very least, bone give some to Bone Crusher. Yeah, there's Bone Crusher. Now there's, or no, there was Door Knocker. Door Breaker. Door Breaker. Breaker. Anyway, yeah. Gij will suggest that, that you at least give some to Bone Caster. Because he's the one who seems to be the most displeased currently, and communication might help. I'll distribute it around to the whole, yeah, to the, the little group of them and everyone. I don't know if that takes like two two things, but no, it's the spirit fine. Of, okay, the spirit and, of friendship is important, and we don't need to go through the whole them being like, "What the hell is this?" You explain it to them; it's fine. All right, snort up. Welcome, new friends. Let's do drugs. That's right. <laughs> Run from a dragon. Do drugs straight away. That's just how we roll here. You hear almost immediately when you give it to the green creature, just radiating distaste at all of you. But oh. uh, Crashing Tide, Ground Shaker, Fire Keeper, and Bonecaster seem to be a little bit more chill. Although, Which one's radiating distaste? The green one, Life Tender. Life Tender, okay. Well, you wouldn't think with a name like Life Tender. Hmm. Never, never, never mind, I changed my mind. Life Tender pretty much describes Sariel, and she's full of disdain for us, so it fits. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it's a little true. This is this is what happens when you judge everyone all the time. So who's who's talking to them currently? Just Sten? Is Sten the only one on mushrooms? I mean, anybody who wants to, because you're now all yeah, no, in I'm in semi-direct okay. contact. And there's definitely uh, mushrooms are out of the box, hanging out on Sten's shoulders, I assume. Maybe one on the shoulders, one on one my fingers, possibly even a toe. Let's go with a toe. I will also be on spores, though I won't be saying much. I'm letting Sten do most of the talking. Uh, sorry, I will take some. You should definitely not let me do most of the talking, especially because I, I, I genuinely feel the pa pang of guilt for the mushrooms, and I want to spend some... I really want to focus on the mushrooms. Eden Here's will also join in the fun. Here's your chance, sorry, all. You can now talk to these super cool kobolds. So hype! Little lizard bros. Little lizard bros. Is that what you're uh, thinking? Do they hear that? Lizard bros await. They, they can probably detect just a great deal of excitement. But what Sariel will be trying to do is explain that the thing that's corrupting their... What did they refer to it as? Their ancient one? Their honored elder, I believe. Their, their honored elder. The thing that is corrupting their honored elder is a creature that we have come to destroy. This so we do... is good. We are allies. We recommend you do not directly confront our ancestor. It is very strong. The usual motion to him. Oh boy, yeah, I get that. And Though like, you have a fire touched with you, it will not be enough. It will burn you from the inside out until your flame has nothing left to burn. Usual ad, because I saw you didn't like that Sten didn't immediately say was flame touched. Um, and I don't know for what it's worth, but I'm stone touched. When you say this, uh, Bonecaster just like turns around and starts walking away and then turns back around and you see the spines on his back go up and then go down and then go up again and then go down and then he turns around again. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, was that bad? I don't think he likes elemental touched people. Was Does he not like that I was flame touched or do you just consider that important? Because maybe it's that he doesn't like any other elements but flame. I mean, you, you can are, ask him. You are getting a lot of confusion through the mushrooms from him. Do you not like stone? But I worked with stone physically with my hands in the past. Is that, is that, are we okay? Your mushrooms translate to you. Um, he seems confused. He said something about the bones fibbing to him. Hmm. But they weren't fibbing? 
Like they were telling the truth, all sneaky-like. Ah, that sounds just like Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think they've been using Thomas yet. Oh, well, it sounds like something you'd say. You probably will <laughs> say something like that. Friggin' Thomas, you know? We all know. You should ask Guiding Wind. I think he's been eating Thomas. Regarding Guiding Wind and Thomas, Guiding Wind has nibbled on the end a little bit and left like a bunch of tooth marks in it that are slowly being pushed out again by whatever surface tension this thing has. Bone Caster says this is no use to him, but would be of use to an arcane adept. He knows a way to boil it down for residuum. Oh, residuum. Ooh. The stuff Ooh. we spilled that one time. We have some. I mean, sure. I have some. Very valuable, I hear, from disembodied voices. As <laughs> Named James. As Gij rubs salve onto his burns, he will ask Guiding Wind, Is it bad that we are touched? Gij has carefully not given away that Eden is, I guess, wind-touched? Um, and that Saryl, we don't know if Saryl's touched but in some way, but he's, he's, he's only disclosing himself instead. And he's asking Guiding Wind if, if this is a problem because he doesn't want them to feel betrayed or lied to. Guiding Wind looks at you and then looks at Bonecaster, who's still like doing a bunch of strange things and eventually goes and curls up in the corner for a moment. But like he doesn't stay in any position for more than a couple seconds. Mm. He does not want to believe that you are also chosen. Ah, okay. It's a matter of faith. Okay. For it's worth, chosen or not, I am very stupid. So he's probably got me there. Sario would swat Sten. <laughs> I like how that always makes you swat me. <laughs> As you say this, Guiding Wind turns towards uh, the red kobold, who is currently doing push-ups and very clearly like side-eyeing everybody. But the mushrooms tell you that he's like just chill, like he doesn't actually really care. Hmm. And Guiding Wind says... Firekeeper is also not known for his intelligence. Ouch. Damn, you're allowed to say it about yourself, but I don't know if... Man, it's harsh. Firekeeper hey. does not care. He wishes to best others in contests of strength. Oh, I like him. I like this Firekeeper. Are you guys all touched in some way? I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting. We are the priestesses chosen. We have been sent on this holy quest. Ah, okay. I mean, just because we're touched doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't disqualify what you guys are. Because clearly your priestess has tremendous faith in you. Just, you know, we, we, we're just a fluke of chance. Clearly not as special. He would not care if you were dragonkin. He is distasteful of warm bloods. Ah, uh, okay. No, it's cool. I get it. All right. Do not be offended. No offense taken. As you guys are taking this short rest and sort of looking around and getting a bead on your uh, kobold friendos, all of which you can get an emotional sort of ping from or ask them specific questions if you want, but that's always through the mushroom, so that's always like a little, a little weird. Mm. But as you start to look around, you guys are in what appears to be, the analog would be Eden's street, like it's just mansions around you. You look mm. into the nearest entryways and everything is opulent i mean it's old and it's not particularly well maintained but everything looks expensive mm. wow Ariel, do you want to look at those pretty mushrooms oh, wait the pretty what james said there were pretty mushrooms in this park oh yeah Sariel will would be all about that i i just wanted to follow up by saying Sariel would be trying to explain to them that 
And she would try to make sure Sten was okay with it first. That uh, we're carrying a weapon that would hopefully help kill the thing that's corrupting their, their elder. Oh, you're going to tell my godslayer. Okay. Yeah. Sten would definitely be okay with this. Sorry, I kind of figured Sten would be. <laughs> Little lizard friends, we have a possessed hammer. We're gonna go. We're gonna go destroy the things. It's gonna be great. All the kobolds sort of ping back through the mushrooms. Like, okay. They say that's okay. <laughs> you definitely get the feeling that they don't quite grasp the uh, power you were mentioning, but they they just are like, yeah, magic weapon. Okay. Uh, so fancy fancy mushrooms. I'll, I'll uh, go take a look at that. Roll nature. Sorry, I'll roll day seven in nature. As you're looking at these, you get a feeling of wrongness from them, but it's not overt. It's just like something about this doesn't track. Something about the way these mushrooms are arranged feels like weird, but they appear to be mundane, underdark mushrooms. Some of them are luminescent and are putting off a little bit of light, but not enough to see by. You just can always know where the center of this room is because that's where the mushrooms is at. Oh, Sarah would just, you know, out loud be like, these are weird in some way, but I can't quite pin it down. Did you want to ask Life Tender see if he knows anything about mushrooms? I don't think Life Tender wants to talk to anybody. But yeah, I would uh, I would try to engage him in what would hopefully be a mutual interest. Didn't like my mushrooms. I feel rejected. Oh no. A- actually, Life Tender, when you just sten, you are talking to the mushrooms. They're like, Life Tender is nice. He's asking all sorts of questions. He wants to know all about us. Oh, that's good. You should answer him. We are! I guessed you would, because of course you would. That's what you do. But when Sariel inquires and asks him to uh, come check these mushrooms out, his spines go up a little bit, and he puts the side of his head towards you, but you hear Guiding Wind hiss at him. The spines go down, and he just reluctantly goes over and starts eyeballing these mushrooms. Life Tender looks at you, and you hear through the mushrooms... Life Tender says that these mushrooms have been cultivated. Cultivated? I think that's the word. Sounds right. Grown by people? Placed deliberately? Yeah, something like that. Oh, so like the Dwarven Park Committee decided they wanted mushrooms in this park, I guess. Well, yeah, but it happened recently. Oh, Nefarious Forces have decided they want to put mushrooms in this park, I guess. Yeah, he says it's weird because there's no one that would want to do that here. Also, he's been in the Underdark for three months and hasn't seen anything like it. So very recent. Yeah, and they glow, so I wonder if they were put here to help us. I mean, maybe. Or they could have, once again, a nefarious purpose. Once Ege is patched up, he would like to... I mean, because it's a shame Amanda's not here, because I'm sure Eerie would have already run into one of the opulent houses. Oh, I know. Um, (laughs) Remember that you guys got an item. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, he wants to look in there, but perhaps someone should bring up the ring they found? Oh, yeah, Sariel would, would show the others. It seems to be iron, with what looks like a a shield. Sorry, with a what shield? Uh, with what looks like a shield on it. Are you saying hmm. we need to identify magic? Maybe? If we need to detect any magic, I can certainly help with that, but I know Sariel can too. Uh, I don't think I actually have Detect Magic. First, before you guys go casting spells and stuff, just roll Arcanus. Because in the place you saw this, there's it's very unlikely that this is anything but a magic item. And you may have heard of it. Well, I accidentally rolled an advantage first, which gave me a 24. So I did a redo and I got a 14. 
I think we should take the role. I mean, the first one. Uh, I'm just curious from you guys, which do you feel is better? If you accidentally roll a disadvantage or advantage, you just take the first roll that happened? I think it should just be the first the yeah, one on the left. We've just okay. been doing the first that, one, yeah. That makes sense to me. And we'll just keep it that way for the rest of the time because we've been kind of waffling about it. Yeah. Okay, in that case, Eden rolled a 22. So, Eden, as you were looking at this and generally looking inside the ring, you see some dwarvish runes. The uh, shield hammered into the top of the ring looks to be metal. And when you read the runes on it the ring starts to glow ever so slightly in your hand and with minimal putting it together these runes are the activation sigil for blade ward it is a spell that makes you resistant to bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage you activate this ring by saying the activation phrase that is written on the inside of the band that translates roughly to unsteady arches which is kind of a curse on other people in dwarvish Oh, like their their architecture's poor. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, When this happens, the ring glows, and for a moment you feel protected, and then it goes away. This allows the casting of Blade Ward once every short or long rest as a reaction. Cool. Can I can I vote that we make your architecture is poor like an actual insult? You know what? Let's change it to that. Poor. You use stone of inferior quality. Yes, yes. <laughs> Your architecture is poor. <laughs> That's good, though. This is the new activation for <laughs> I like it. There you go. <laughs> Out of character, what do we want to do now? I mean, Geesh kind of wants to go look in the houses, but Saloon's like, Yogi, stop stealing things. And then morals. Is um, this really kind of stealing at this point? I'm apparently a rumpf. Well, I'll steal. I don't mind stealing. I might be too lazy to carry the stuff I find, but I don't but mind yeah, stealing. I'd- I don't know what we should be doing right now. And I also so, feel like it would look... Oh, look, the Warmbloods are going to go steal things. How typical. <laughs> Sariel isn't completely ready to move on from these mushrooms just yet. Actually, not Yeah, I'll, I'll be done. I'll, I'll put, look at the put, mushrooms. Put it in the back, put it in the back pocket. You can I, ask the mushrooms. Hey, hey, hey Stan. Yeah, you know mushrooms. Stan will see Sariel like, like looking at the mushrooms and, and want to bond and be like, Maybe my friends can help us with these mushrooms, Zariel. Can I show the mushrooms the mushrooms and see what they think of the mushrooms? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to make a mushroom buddies roll. Mushroom buddies. Because they're so smart. At advantage, because they're also mushrooms. You know what? At advantage, because they're also <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that went no. as well as expected. What is their intelligence modifier? Minus two. Well, they um, tried. When you hold up the mushrooms and sort of let them scoot around on these uh, luminescent and other mushrooms that... When Sariel says it, you're like, yeah, these do seem like they're growing where someone put them rather than just like where they would do if they were random. Like they're too right, nicely right. and like symmetrical. Well, not symmetrically, but like artistically placed. Basically completely unlike actual hideous fungus. Yes. No offense, and... mushroom friends. You're wonderful. How dare you? Sorry. <laughs> but they look at this and they're like, it's pretty. Aw. See, that was probably helpful, right, Sariel? If you were wondering... If maybe that's what you were here thinking about is whether they're pretty, you now know from an expert authority that they are. So is anybody putting on this ring? Since I have my shield, I don't think it would be fair for me to take it. So I'm leaving it. I mean, I'm not going to fight for it. I'm not like magic item. Maybe. Go for it. You were sorry, I think. 
God knows Sariel could use the protection. <laughs> Sariel could use protection, but Sariel also just turns into a bear. And then, you know, immediately and dies. Then, exactly. But she turns into a bear. That's when you need the protection. <laughs> I, I feel like you or I should get it, Sariel, because, you know, I'm willing to be up front getting stabbed and things. But, I mean, yeah, you get stabbed quite a bit. I so do seem to get stabbed a lot lately. If you, you know, could, although... If, if you could bear wear it, then maybe, I guess. Bear it. It's just the word bear again. Sariel would would hand it over to Guiche. Uh, For now, because you're always at the front, it's probably best for you to have this. Cool, thank you. Yeah, I mean, if you if at any time you think you need it, you just let me know and I'll I'll hand her over. Sariel would would nod. Bam! I'm gonna put that puppy on. Okay, Guiche, you put it on and you say the word and nothing happens. But Eden informs you that after you wait a little while, it'll come back. Cool. There's also some mention about how it like recharges by using your life force probably sure why not i make weird noises and get back health in second win i'm down <laughs> at some point firekeeper and ground shaker step into one of the nearby buildings and you hear some scraping from inside but before you can go over and really check it out they push a chest out of a door that falls off the stoop and opens and spills just an astonishing amount of money onto the floor Oh, oh, nice. And they are yipping and hissing in general before Guiding Wind does some berating style hissing at them, which you can sort of get the meaning of these through the mushrooms. And he turns to you and says, This place will have riches untold, but we do not have the time nor manpower to carry it. Hmm. Well, why not just take a little bit of coin to ease your travels? We will when our quest is done we will carry as much as we can i can carry a lot i recommend that you only burden yourselves with items of particular value or usefulness like the ring that Gij just put on Gij nods in agreement with guiding wind the very good point sten with his mushrooms in hand will look at them sweetly and say i'm already carrying things of untold value But also, he'll pick up some gold. (laughs) (laughs) So, at the moment, don't worry about adding any gold. Whenever you take a look around, it's just understood that you are like, oh, here's a chest full of silver bars that weighs 600 pounds. And here's another stash of money that's worth more than I've ever seen in my life. Like, if you guys make it out alive, (laughs) we will figure out how much money you can technically hold and you get that much. We are going to have so many mushroom restaurant dance clubs. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Oh, yes. Yay! Disco time! Okay, well then, uh, seeing that the two dragon boys are going and looking in that place, Gij will go in. He wants to see if he can help them find some good stuff. Okay, that sounds like the beginning of the next skill challenge. Oh no! I regret this instantly. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to do before we uh, get to uh, figuring out what comes from the darkness? Um, and I guess if you, you can find the way, everything comes from the darkness. Apparently, from what I'm, I'm still going to get bit in the ass from what I've just what I've done, or is everything that I released dead? Oh yes, like everything that you released was instantly murdered by a very oh. angry dragon. Excellent, excellent. I'll I mean, it. re-murdered. Oh yes, re-murdered. Yeah. <laughs> really quick, uh, let me let me do my know your enemy on all the kobolds. Oh, okay. Now I feel bad. I hope none of those things were killed by dragons originally. That just seems unfair. Then like you're killed by a dragon. No, no, no but it's... you come back as a wraith, and then you get killed by a dragon. But they're going to come back again. It doesn't matter. And probably get killed by a dragon again. Well, they should have died somewhere else. It's like poetry. 
It rhymes. I know. I feel bad about the race. Thanks, George. George. Anyway. Who's George? It's George Lucas says that. Oh, right, right, right. Anyway, um, I just want to know the AC and the HP of all the of all the uh, kobolds. They are all lower than yours. Both their HP and their AC. Yep. Oh no, these poor kobolds. They're they're like four foot tall lizard bros. As like, Sar- Sario like desperately wants to hug these little birds, but no, she's probably gonna get her like bit in the throat if she does. <laughs> As you are looking around, Gish, it takes you a minute really, but when you're comparing the other ones to Guiding Wind, you realize that Guiding Wind is the only adult here. The rest of them are like teens, <gasps> developmentally. Ugh, youths. They're too young to die. Now I don't want them to die even more. We will protect them. Do I get the Damn spell right, bottle bro. again? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, well, if they were older, then they would be like horrible monsters to try and kill us instantly, right? Isn't that how it works? No, Supposedly. that's only if you try to treat them like a pet. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yes, they're um, like as children. They're like very intelligent attack dogs, and then once they become pubescent, they uh, realize that they are sentient beings and are like, "Hey, no." Gotcha. Yeah, I want to do a perception to make sure nothing's sneaking up on us, and then I'm going to go in and help out Fire Keeper and Ground Shaker. Okay, roll that perception. Charles, do you want to, you want to come with me and have some like lizard bro bondy time? Can I lizard bro bond? Yes, we can all do that if we want. Yay! This is communal lizard bro bonding time right now. Gij rolled a 14 in perception. Gij, as you are looking around to make sure things are kosher in here, there are numerous statues in this park, mm-hmm. but most of them are like pretty uh, standard issue geometric dwarf names at the bottom. You know, this dwarf who was cool for this thing kind of thing going right, on. Right, right, yeah. But as you're really looking around, you look further into the park and see one that like does not match at all. Really? I will... Um... Before I start going, uh, helping the Dragon Boys looking for treasure, I will step casually over to Guiding Wind, and I will whisper, I think that statue back there is not normal Guiding Wind. Guiding Wind nods to you, and then hisses over to Crashing Tide, who hisses back, and then Guiding Wind, like, sighs a little bit, and then just goes over there himself, and starts looking at it. Deej will, I mean, it's kind of a moot point, because now he's just walked over there. The usual motion to the others, he's like, yo, that statue is fishy. Guiding Wind comes back and says, this statue is normal. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought the way he said that was funny. He rolled a crit fail on his, like, what is this roll? He hears Eden laugh loudly um, and says, hey, Eden, you are an art appreciator and woman of culture and standing. Let's look at this statue. Thanks Tell for me. noticing. Yes. What do you think of it? It seems like a waste of time to me. He will stand 10 feet away from the statue and like motion for Eden to move closer. It is exceptional. It looks so lifelike. I will walk over to get a closer look. I can throw in a roll too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. Would it be perception or intelligence? It would be an investigation. Investigation. All right. Eden rolled a 14 in investigation. Okay. So this statue, unlike all the other ones, which are geometric, stylized dwarves for the most part, this one, one, is not standing on a pedestal like the rest, and two, is in kind of an action pose, and three, is a halfling with a satchel over its shoulder and appears to be mid-run with what looks like gems Oh no! perfectly carved out of stone in its bag. Oh no. 
on his face is this clear uh, look of exertion. He will turn around and say, there's, I think something here has been petrifying people. Yep, that's what Eden gets from it, is this no, is God. a petrified person, not a statue. And this gorgeous statue is suddenly quite horrifying. And with that, we will wrap for the evening. Dun, dun, dun. God, if you turn one of these adorable new friends into stone... heroes have successfully reached the park, but will their roasted rump straw and welcome guests to this picnic? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. Well, it's just they need to not take a bunch of treasures, like Guiding Wind said, and then they won't get slowed down and turned into a statue by whatever horrible abomination did this. That's fair. Wait, so, so out of curiosity, Winter, do you just like love lizards in general, or is this just a sorry old thing? I do like critters. Um... But it being turned up to 11 is definitely a Sariel thing. Okay, I was just curious. I feel like Sariel took kind of a backseat on this one. I wanted her to get get up in their business and ask them all a bunch of questions. Right? Be like, is it true? <laughs> like, that's and so and the other thing? Also, people like super brushed over the part where he was like, I have not seen the sun for three months. <laughs> but isn't that normal for them? I think I assumed they were like the yeah. subterranean in general, actually. Same. No, they're from uh, they're from a desert. Uh, Sariel has advantage rolls on knowledge stuff, so... You can either ask them directly, or if you think it might be weird, you can grill Sariel. Yeah, in general, just so you guys know, I think that underground kobolds is kind of a weird thing, because lizards in general are cold-blooded and need, like, heat. Right, that makes sense. Okay. So, for the most part, kobolds in my universe live in this one, like, arid desert region. They live in the precious swine? Uh, the Waykalar, actually. The precious swine is, like, arctic uh, okay. wasteland kind of thing. Heathen dragon gods, as observed by Tarkis Sill. Sar- Sariel's bedtime reading there. Okay, I'm I'm good. <laughs> you haven't been reading his poetry? No. <laughs> Maybe a little. Okay. I'm gonna, In moments I'm gonna of weakness. My... Oh, jeez. I have a story later about uh, bones being delicious. Fair. Okay. <laughs> we can we can frame it as a Sariel story. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, this thing is basically going to be going through the city to try to find whatever it is that's corrupted this dragon without the dragon killing you uh, yeah, that's kind of what i thought and that kind of amused me it's like because dragons are such a to fight that we would literally rather fight the interdimensional uh <laughs> eldritch horror that has corrupted it instead of the <laughs> dragon itself 